Hey, hey, what's happening? What's hey, happening? Hey, rock, rock, rock. Like rock, this one, y'all like it? I like rock, it. Rock, like it. Rock, oh. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Porch Podcast. Welcome to the Porch Podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's your boy DJ E, Mr. Influential, and I'm rocking with my brother. The original. You know that. Listen, man. Listen, man. Listen. Everything I said, Pete. Bottom line, we back. Yes, sir. Good to be. And they see the title. Absolutely. The title was Commitment. How important is it, brother? Oh, man. It's vital. It's vital. Is anything that you want to have, yeah. you're going to have to commit to it. Right. It's vital. Right. Whether, regardless of what it is, first off, I like to start off by saying what the Webster's definition of the word commitment actually is. Okay. Okay. It's an agreement or pledge to do something in the future. Oh. According to the Webster Dictionary, that's what it is. It's an agreement or a pledge to do something in the future. So how, how how deep in the future are we talking? Is it near future? Is it just future, huh? Future in general, because of the fact that it's going to take levels and layers to get to certain parts. The good thing about the commitment element of it is this. Small wins lead to overall victory. That's it. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So if I'm committed to whatever I need to accomplish to say that I won that first round or right. completed that first task, because it's something that's moving towards my future. Right. The commitment element of it requires you to understand that you're going to have to just stay the course. Right. Stick to the plan. Stick to the plan. Because right. like you said, the future is near and far. Mm -hmm. So commitment is vital. Yeah. And then just to touch on that, um, I just like anybody else who actually gets involved with um, anything that they 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 make a, a a pact to do right um basically saying that by you know a lot of musicians i remember musicians man when they was getting to you look at their story and they would get into inside of things like i remember a marie one time she said you know i started and it seemed like it was taking forever mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and then when one thing that single took off, or why did we fall in love? Matter of fact, it was why did we fall? Why don't we fall in love? When that when that took off, right? She said it just everything seemed like it was in fast forward. Everything was going fast. So it's funny how when you stay committed to something, you actually reap the benefit. Once you start reaping the benefits, you see the the fruits of your labor. Absolutely, basically. that's all. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah, so. the, the minute that you see the thing about it. And most of the people backstories and little testimony, you know, testimonies about how things develop for them. Mm -hmm. If you ever notice, most of the time when they refuse to lose or they refuse to quit, right? Like I said before, is the moment that they knew that they were on to the thing that they were supposed to be doing, right? You know, nowhere in the concept of commitment do you get the the to how can I say know all of what's going to work in your favor and what's not. Absolutely. So, like, you can't eliminate that from part of the process in terms of what I need to do, stay committed to be able to get through. Now, mm -hmm. if a person consistently comes up to a brick wall. Right. And they continue to bang their head on that wall. Hard. The only thing that they're going to learn in the process of that is how hard the wall is, right? <laughs> so. Wait, so. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Y'all got to deal with my ad libs and little punches in there too because Listen. all the thing they're gonna learn what now is what? That the that the wall is hard. <laughs> and here's the thing. The the wall stayed true to form. Right. It was never soft. Right. Not the first attempt, not the third, fourth, or the right. fifth, right? Right. Even when it's sheetrock, sheetrock ain't that soft. <laughs> right. Right. But right. it stayed true to form. Right. The point that I'm making is this. The task sometimes. Yes. It stays true to form. Mm -hmm. So what happens is, is when you don't commit to understanding why something's difficult. Exactly. And you continue to run yourself into those same situations. Mm -hmm. Then all you're doing is staying committed to what's already been established. Exactly. And I think, I think what people, some people don't realize that we have a commitment as much as we think about commitment, sometimes we 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 don't take the the depth of words 
and actually look with to where they're all applied at and how it always right. goes and things like that. Um, saying that is this: a lot of times when the people hear the word commitment, they right away they think about relationships, and you can put those words together mm-hmm. because they they go hand in hand. But we be we have a commitment sometimes to uh, a diet. True, you know what I mean. Um, we have a commitment to um, fitness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Just goals, period. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's it's impo- It's not impossible. It's, it's, it blows my mind sometimes how some people can easily break certain commitments in other areas. Like they'll break a commitment in an area that may hurt another person. Right. But keep keep a commitment in their area that just it only affects them. Mm-hmm. Like. How does something like that make you feel? Because it's like, is it a selfish act in a sense? Well, like I said, in terms of commitment, all right, let me say this. It seems to me when you take the benefit of the commitment off of you right, and you put it on the overall body or the overall picture, right, then your possibilities open up and then you have more of a, of a respect and an appreciation for everything that goes into it. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So for the for the guy, the NBA athlete that gets signed to a deal that says, always wanted to buy a house for my mom. Right, right, right. They wind up not only being a blessing to their mother and indirectly, in order for them to do that, they know that they have to commit to what it's going to take in order for them to reach that ability to be able to get that contract and exactly. have that ability to do it. Now, exactly. I got you. I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Right. So so even from a relationship perspective, right? You know what I mean? Well, however that falls in line for people. People always look at the honeymoon element of everything. Exactly. You know, when people show you things and you see the pictures, whether it's on social media or the videos, everybody shows how good it is. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I was telling you about the situation with the brick wall. You know, yeah, it's, it's always hard. What? People take pictures all the time of them on the other side of the wall. Right. right. But they, you don't know how they got on the other side of the wall, right? They, you ran, don't, they, you don't, ran, they ran through it. Well, I mean, in some cases, they may have ran through it. In other times, they might have found out the entire time there was a door there. All I they can, had to do was go through it. There it is. Boom. Woo. But but they don't they don't understand, like you said. Nah, but see, but, but that, goes, get it. that goes back to what I was talking about. We was having this conversation off air when I was telling you. How simple you be making stuff sound sometimes. <laughs> they they got on the other side of the wall, but they didn't realize it was just a door there. Yeah. Yeah. I broke a lot of remote controls in my life. Yeah. What did that have to do with anything? That had to do with the fact that I got frustrated a lot of times. Right. And didn't think. Yeah. And I think a lot of times when you go through processes and even even, even repeated right. foolish activity teaches you something at some point or another. Yeah. And I think that that was the difference in it. I, like I said, man, I, I admire your approach to a lot of things, bro, because you've always been in control of how it was going to affect you. Well, I got to try to be that way. You know what I mean? Right. You know, I figured that, you know, if you can understand that I did everything that I could possibly do. Mm-hmm. I put everything in place that I could possibly put in place to give myself the best outcome. And it didn't result in the expectation or the result that I wanted it to. Exactly. I can live with the fact that I did everything I was supposed to do. More often than not with me, when I looked at my frustrations, right, there was things that I wanted to skip. There was parts I didn't want to put any attention into. Mm-hmm. And because of that, and the, the, the number one thing that I did, had a hard time with, and you notice, I had a problem with losing. Right. I still have a problem with losing. Right, I got you. You know what I mean? I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think that people generally like this. Oh, I fall. It's, it's okay. I lose. I don't think people generally feel that way. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I just was a person who, the losing element of it, really, really was a problem for me. Absolutely. And and I held on to the frustration and the hurt of loss. So I think as I've gotten a little bit older and had more experiences that were beyond my control, mm-hmm. clearly, mm-hmm. right. I had to come to grips with the fact that I know I did the best I could possibly do, and I stayed committed to it. And that's all it is. Um, we never really lose. Even though everybody can't win, right. we never really lose. You learn a lesson. 
that's what it's about. It's a learning lesson. Like we was also having this conversation off off the air about how experience is the best teacher for a lot of people. Absolutely. So we often judge people from their past and what they've been through and what they're going through and or what they've went through and now they're trying to teach you on it. It's like somebody saying, How can how how you could teach me about drugs? You used to be a crackhead. The key word was used to be. Right. So they can tell you right. how they how they did it and they overcome and they overcame it. But at the end of the day, the only way they was gonna be able to overcome the whole situation was commitment. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. all it is. So commitment is a most it's a real powerful thing, man, that you know, we have to we have to sit back and think about it a look and you know, as we used to sit back on the porch as kids and um we were coming up, you started to notice how people would leave the porch. Right. Um and when they would leave the porch they would go to different places and they would now start to experience different things and became different people. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily saying they became bad people. You know, some of them ended up doing stuff they shouldn't have did. Some of them, you know, went on and became very successful in other things. Either way, they had a commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, even when we feel like a person is getting a a negative influence towards them or being guided by a different source or a different thing, um, they still was committed to going back around it. Right. See what I'm saying? Right. We are we we the the key thing I'm saying to this whole situation is commitment is is something that's important in life that we deal with on a daily basis whether we realize it or not. Right. Absolutely. That's all it is. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, uh, you know it's funny, you know, channeling what we're talking about now into the next you know, thought that goes along with that, man. You know, there's so many things that are different now. Right. That make it, how can I say, increasingly difficult for a person whose mind is not focused. Yeah. To kind of like be led astray, so to speak. Yeah. Like social media is heavy. Mm-hmm. And it's perceptionally based. So like when you look on there, when you see someone that you can't necessarily pick up the phone and call or interact with or any of those things. Right. As opposed to how we came up sitting on the porch. We could tell you about everybody who lived on the street. Mm-hmm. We could tell you whose car was whose, this, that, and the third, what they did for a living. Absolutely. All those things. Even even us as kids, mm-hmm. we understood that. Now, what it does now from a social media perspective, in my opinion, is, is it paints a false narrative of what actually goes on in people's lives. You know, I heard a sister say something about like, you know, people going and taking pictures and other people's homes and right. standing next to people's cars in other parking lot claiming to be their own. And, yeah, Bow Wow Challenge. Okay. I didn't even know that was called that, but yeah. yeah okay. So so that. You know, when you turn around and you're trying to instill into the youth the purpose of committing to something regardless mm-hmm. of whatever you're being entertained by right it makes your job increasingly difficult exactly now with a child you still got time you still got you know the ability to be able to say look i can snail paste them into this situation right when you and your like i see brothers doing this man early mid 30s old as hell who can't, you know, commit to the reality that what they're looking at on some of this social media stuff is merely for their entertainment. Entertainment only. <laughs> so when they look at this stuff, and I'm just trying to get a grasp of it, on how, right. on how, when, this, this is what I originally was doing. I was trying to get a grasp on how did it go that way. Right. Right. And then I came to the understanding that if but predominantly what you see is not realistic or not your reality. Mm-hmm. But you don't have the ability to create a vision and commit to it. Right. Then the measuring stick becomes what you can see on your phone. Right. Or what you can see. You know what I'm saying? It becomes well, it becomes it becomes standard. You feel like you have to do the things that you're seeing. Right. That's why we're visual learners. Right. Well well, well your validation is built upon that. Right. 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 So so like I said once again, for the for the athlete, for the professional in any in anything. Mm-hmm. That wants their team to win, 
that once their, you know, their, their mother to have that nice house or their children to be able to have some stuff legacy to them. Right, exactly. For those people, commitment isn't a struggle. It isn't a difficult thing to do because it's harder for them to ignore what they have to do. Right. Versus it being falsely fed to them through the social media, social media element of it. I think what it is, man, um, you said a mouthful too. You said a, you said a very big mouthful right there, uh, Pauls. Yeah, because please, bro. How you talk, man? Let me get my coffee. Ah! Welcome to the porch box. Uh, <laughs> listen, though. You said a lot. I ain't going to use, I ain't going to say, you know, mm-hmm. I, man, I can say mouthful. Shit, I know what I'm talking about. But, mm. in. <laughs> Wait. What the? Wait, man. Right, I'm just saying, man. Listen, listen. Though. All right, listen, man. You all right today? I'm making sure that they hear my voice so they know my mouth's not full. Oh, go. Okay, all right, yeah. I liked how you was in the middle of the mic right there, too. Do that again, do that again. Do Don't that again. turn nothing else to face my mouth. <laughs> go ahead, man. <laughs> listen, man, listen. Hey, at the Porch Podcast, y'all don't know, at, at any given time, it'll switch up. It'll switch up on you, man. He nasty, man. man but basically, <laughs> what I'm saying is this. Validation is almost... The arch nemesis of commitment. It is. Right. It actually is. Yeah. It actually. You know. Is. That's where I was going with it because how you use social media, it's like people don't think they're doing something unless they can show that they're doing something. You know what I mean? Social media is a tool. You know, just like credit cards are a tool. But and you know, everything we use are resources and things that that we actually need for certain things in life. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, but. Just like anything with a tool, if using if if used wrong, you can hurt yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Like for example, the standard tools most men got in their house. You know what I mean? Ho- hopefully they got a hammer. They they should have a hammer. Okay, all right. You know what I mean? They they should have a right right. right. They should have a hammer. Mm-hmm. A screwdriver. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> maybe maybe a little go ahead, go ahead. Uh, maybe a little cordless drill. <laughs> You know right, what I mean? Right, right. Little can of WD forty. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got your lube, your hammer, your screwdriver, and your drill. Okay, so lube, driver, and drill. <laughs> right. Go ahead. So what I'm saying is, really though, they're all. <laughs> you gotta stop looking at me, man. Listen, man, y'all don't understand, man. P, P over here, he always gotta take something to another level, man. It's, we just want some regular. We kicking the bobo right now, man. Absolutely, validation, right. validation, validation right. is the kryptonite uh, to yeah. commitment. Go right. for it. All right, so I say all this to say, mm-hmm. all those things that I name are resources. Absolutely, but used wrong, they can hurt you. Yeah, they can be detrimental, yep. Right. They can hurt you. Yep. Almost everything that's a tool, if you know you use it wrong, it can kill you. Absolutely. So, I say that to all to say that, you know, validation can also be a resource, mm-hmm. but do it for yourself, not for anybody else. Right. That's all I'm saying. Right. Because when you first committed to your goal, you first committed to your goal, you had a you had a goal you had a level that you wanted to reach. Mm-hmm. So when you reach when you reach that level, you're now validated for yourself. That's right. But we can get we can get distracted by our surroundings and things. And it's like easy. social media. People say social media is the devil. It's not the devil. Social media can be very informative. Social media can can help you reach your goals faster. Social media is for when it's for, in my opinion, if you use it the correct way, it's a form of networking. Without going all over the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you can you can meet somebody on social media, and then we meet somebody on social media. And now do business with them in another town or whatever you know those things of that nature. That's 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 pretty much where I'm. I see it. At. Yeah. Nah. I mean, you know, like I you said something about the Bow Wow Challenge. I didn't know what what that consisted of. What no, is that? no, no, no shade to Bow Wow. Absolutely not. Right. Right. All. I didn't but even know they had a challenge that they were saying that. They bro. were calling it the Bow Wow Challenge because people were insinuating, you know. One time, I think on on social media, I don't know the, the whole depth of the situation, but okay. he was actually they say he was fronting. Okay, you know what okay. I mean. He, 
he, okay. he was making his, his life look bigger than what it really is. Okay. Um, truth of the matter is, a lot of people that was sitting there and they was laughing at the Bad Wild Challenge, he done went further than you in life anyway, already. So, that's why he never really cared about it. I don't think he actually cared about right. the Bad Wild Challenge, but... Um, that's what I said. That's why I stayed because that's how some people actually label that and they see that as, you know what I mean? Okay. So, so I got it now. I got, now I got more clear understanding on what, mm -hmm. you know, what they saying it came from. Listen, here's the thing. If what you see has that much impact and control over you and your moves mm -hmm. and you didn't have a lot going for you in the first place. Absolutely. So if a challenge makes you get up and do something that you otherwise would not have done. The fact of the matter is it took a challenge that you was doing or, or, or it seems to me the way that they're using it is like you post a front. Well, not what well, they, well, if I'm understanding like, okay, I, I'm, I'm not where I'm, I'm presenting myself to be. So they therefore say that he's not living the reality that he's showing you. So basically the bow out challenge though was, but for regular people who was doing it, it was the it was making fun of Bow Wow. Okay. It wasn't it wasn't saying you okay. had to be on that level. It was more so trying to make fun of Bow Wow. So that's like let's just say mm -hmm. me and you right now, we just take a trip up to Ray Katina. Okay. You know what I mean? And you you pop the camera up, boom, just got this. Let's just bought this. Matter of fact, we can go right down to FC Kerbat, right? Okay. I just bought this just bought this Bentley right quick. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. bring me my keys, man. Yeah, bring to take a picture by it. You know what I mean? Porch podcast, new Bentley and shit. Right. And then next week, somebody sees us on the train with no Bentley and it. Nah, ain't that? Ain't it? That, mm -hmm. That's really like a form of the Bow Wow Challenge. We was front. Yeah. 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 So yeah. if I'm seeing it correctly, you know, yeah, I really nah. didn't give a damn about it. No, 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 no. I don't think you, obviously you don't. I mean, and mm -hmm. to be honest with you, it don't, it don't have anything to do with your growth one way or the other. Right. But, the fact that people take the time to go and do those things, like we say, just kind of reiterating what we already had said, you know, validation is a, a commitment, commitment killer. Right. Um, if you already are, because everybody loved by somebody. Right. Right. Everybody's admired by somebody. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Right. You know what I mean? Shout so, out, shout out to Big Ooh. He got that. He got his little mini movie out coming called Somebody Loves Me. You that's know what's what I mean? up. Shout out to Big Ooh. Yeah. Yep. So. You, you know, know it's, it's, it's one of them things where, you know, once again, you got to identify with the kryptonite element of growth. You know, people, people often do things like that for a number of different reasons. I don't pretend to understand why a person right. does those things. What I will honestly say is, is that if you as a everyday Joe mm -hmm. are looking at this and it inspires you to go live a false life. Right then dumb down your expectations of what you want to do in life. I'm not telling you to be a loser. Nah, not at all. I'm not telling you that. But if I'm telling you that if you're going to be a winner, if you're going to move like somebody who wants something in life, right. then you'll look at that and be entertained. Right. Be entertained. Right. Enjoy it. Right. You know what I mean? I shout people out in terms of like those celebrities and stuff, and I don't know them. I may just like something that they said or, or something that they did, but it has no bearing on the next thing that I'm going to do. Absolutely. You know, and I ain't just get like this. You know what I mean? Like I said, most of my nah, you've been like You've been like that forever. You've been yeah, like that forever. I mean, you know, I mean, trust me. I mean, I'm I'm comfortable with the fact that the winner's circle supposed to have more than just me in it. And the thing is, what most people don't realize, everybody ain't going to win. Yeah, that, yeah. well, they, so you, you know, so they win at I, certain levels. And I, that's the one that they supposed to be focusing on. Right, but I think, I think that another thing that has to be key when it comes to commitment is knowing that the reason why you're being committed to it is that you're going to put your all into it to honestly succeed and right. conquer the goal. Cause it's a strong possibility that you may not, Yeah. but you have to be okay. Right. Right. That's you, a good point. Very you good. have to be okay. If you don't make it right. See me and you talked about this all the time. When we even talking here, sitting here discussing about doing this podcast, um, we come from an era, we come from an element of that, not necessarily an era, but an area where everybody wants to be first to do something. Right. 
Like Nas said a long time ago, no ideas original is nothing new under the sun. It's not what you do, it's how it's done. Mm -hmm. Right? So basically what I'm saying about this and, and going with that is if we worried about being first all the time, mm -hmm. we would never do nothing. Right. Right, 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 right. Everybody can't be first. And then you got to also realize that you're not doing it to be better than somebody else. You're actually committed to doing this because you're making this commitment to do it because you want to do it. Right. It's that simple. Yeah. But it goes back to that validation. It's going to always and some people, it. And some people turn around and they have an issue with understanding that, oh, such and such show... Might be better than y'all's. I like theirs better. Okay, thank you for the feedback. That don't mean I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing. Right, yeah. No, you definitely supposed to never stop doing that. Yeah, I mean, certain terms. I always say first, better, best, winner. Yes. You know, these are all terms that people get into their mind. And, and you know, obviously, they're the measuring stick situation. Right. Um, And like you said, so, so that it doesn't come off like a broken record situation. Validation... Is something that some people require because they're still not comfortable with being okay with being in a better position. Absolutely. It's like no matter what, right? You could tell a person you got choice A and choice B. I can give you $10,000 mm -hmm. and say do whatever you want to do with it one time. Or I can give you the blueprint to show you how to make $10,000 over a 10-day period. Right. Right. Now, depending on a person's circumstances, right. vision. Sound like Mitch. Rich boy. Talk more like 10 days. But go ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> and the ability to understand that it is more valuable to learn how to consistently do something uh -huh. that you commit yourself to. If you don't have your mind screwed on the right way. Exactly. And you're going to make whatever decision you want. Now, I can tell you my decision is clear. You know, obviously, I'm going to take the 10000 over a 10-day period. Right. Because I can guarantee you by day three, yeah. I already know how I'm going to consistently keep making it, if yeah. not double it. Right. So, but, that's I'm comfortable with that. I'm comfortable with that understanding. Yeah, so you, so, so, so you say, you, 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 you say day three. You hustler, baby. Just want, just want you to know, like Jay Z said. Hey, Amen. And ain't where I've been is where I go. Hey, it's it's just the mentality to understand that you know it's more valuable to know how to consistently do anything. Yeah. Versus having it done once. Yeah. You know how many lottery winners go broke again? I wouldn't, but you're not gonna be loose with that. They money, had a though. whole show about that, bro. Like I, I mean, you know, you you happy, you 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 happily married man. I just making sure you ain't you ain't gonna do no no trick, yeah. no money off of nothing. No, no, I mean, I mean, I'm listen, everybody who, who that money fall in their lap, mm -hmm. like I'm saying, even from a lottery perspective, right? You no, know, they all don't have a clear lottery game plan. Nah. Everybody lottery game plan start off the same way, right? The first few things, man, I'm gonna pay my house off, my mama house off, mm -hmm. I'm gonna give my, my, my family a couple dollars, okay. I'm gonna get me a couple businesses, and then I'm gonna mess some money up. Everybody say the same thing, right? That that I pretty much talk to, it's cool, you know. But the, but, but why but, do they want to mess some money up? You ever wanted that? Yeah, poor education and finance. Yes. Yeah. yeah, poor education and finance. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. if you knew more, they say if you knew more, you do more. Right. Yeah. You know, that's why I say going back to my example in terms of the ten thousand dollars a day versus, you know, taking you ten thousand, making ten thousand dollars over a ten day period. You know, so, you know, you got people that want the blueprint. You got people who want the the result. Which one you want? I want the blueprint. Mm -hmm. I, like want, the, I, want, I want the blueprint because... The KRS blueprint or the Jay-Z blueprint? Because you know they both at... I want both of them. I want both of them. Here's why. I like, I like, See, I like what you're doing with I it. like that answer, though, because somebody else would have picked one. You, right. They would have, I want hope. Man, you want both. Right. Because okay. knowledge is power. And because you're talking about two different time periods. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And, 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 and the growth of one blueprint, which you got the original, which is both original to both men, mm -hmm. 
But in the same token, the value of having an option to have both right. far exceeds the, the, the value of just being having one. Right. You know what? I'm going to do it like how they do in the church. That's a word right there. That's a word. You, you just said a word right yeah, there. I want them both, man. You want them both? I want to. Listen, let me ask you this. Since we on the rap team, we, and we do this. Yeah. We do this. You know, obviously, man, you being who you are, man, and DJing all these years and hearing different genres of music all the time. Yes, sir. If you had to. No, let's do this. Do something. Your <laughs> rap Mount Rushmore. Rap Mount Rushmore. So, top five. Oh, my favorite hip hop artist. Um, it's in different levels and different forms of of depending on what you're actually completely looking for in your Mount Rushmore. Now, when I'm saying lyrics, okay, and in no particular order, I always go with um. It's always been Nas, Jay-Z. Okay. Biggie Smalls. Okay. Rakim and Jadakiss. Okay. That's always been my, when I, just like who I enjoyed hearing lyrically. When I look at the business of hip-hop. Okay. It's Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Diddy. Okay. Dr. Dre. Nice. Um. LL. He's one that I think people really don't think about and overlook often. And um, believe it or not, um, Jermaine Dupree, when it comes to the business of hip-hop, the reason why I say that is this. We all know where Jay-Z has went, mogul status as well as Diddy. Mm -hmm. Jay-Z, I think, stands out as much as he does, not just because he's a billionaire, because where he... When he was just an artist, where he would go lyrically, right? You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, Dr. Dre goes back to that conversation of first doing certain things first, mm -hmm. you know, like the headphone deal and all that type of stuff. And, you know, rappers ain't even know they can do that type of stuff. You see what I'm saying? Or people in hip hop ain't know they can do that type of stuff. Because we got to remember that hip hop was a culture, right? So it was. It was in sense like you know, Karis One wanted to make it actually in a religion, like almost its own religion. But culture and religion they kind of tie in as well mm. because they have rules that you follow. They got gatekeepers. They got people that look at it and want it to be a certain way. Um, I say what I say about LL is because to come out at by eighty four, you know what I mean where hip-hop was really starting to become commercial and we can see the benefit of it, right? And still be relevant to this day. Maybe not necessarily rapping, where he can mm -hmm. still rap. Mm -hmm. But to turn that into a career of him being on TV, um, I think he said he owns, like, he owns part of CSI or whatever show he's on or something like that. Mm. See what I'm saying? Gotcha. To be able to do all that, right? we go from, like I said, from 84, Mm-hmm. To now. Right. 2021. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, and still be relevant. Like, if somebody said, oh, we, tonight's special guest is LL Cool J, I'm still going, I'm going to turn in. Yeah. And Jermaine Dupree to be a person that's came into business as a kid, but when he came in as a kid, he didn't worry about being an artist. He he came in young, being on the other side yeah. the yeah. whole time. Yeah. And understood how to business. Yeah. Right. Early. So I got two different Mount Rushmores. Same thing to you though. Yours. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, obviously Jay, Jay Z, mm -hmm. um, Nas, you know, Pop Big, and I'm gonna say Rakim. Okay. Um, doing it the same way that you did it lyrically. Every one of those rappers I, I, I just mentioned. Anytime I heard any music for them. Their ability to be able to place you in that time period frame, understanding what they were dealing with, how they was moving in it, mm -hmm. you know, was was dope enough where it gave you the feeling like, wow, that's 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 amazing, mm -hmm. because like you saw, you know, in their development, 
you saw them, even though they were telling you things that they may have experienced, actually lived themselves, it actually was a situation where you saw them at the point that they had already grew, though. Right. So it's like more or less like, you know how people give a testimony or something. Exactly. I enjoyed being able to see that part of their ability. And I mean, obviously, you know, from a lyrical perspective, they were awesome. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It was just, they impressed you every time. You couldn't wait to hear the next thing that they was going to say. Right. Um, the business side of things, I would turn around and I, and I would say, like in that case, I agree with you definitely with, uh, with Puff. I would definitely say Jay. Right. Um, I'm gonna also I'm gonna also put in Dr. Dre. It's gonna sound funny to people, but like person like Birdman. Oh. Even um, though even though he robbed a lot of people, but you get with I get where you're going with it. Yeah. You know, you gotta be shrewd in business. I ain't saying you, you gotta be a thief. Yeah. But you have to understand that it's a, it's a it's a tricky and tough business. See, it's a difference, I believe, in him with him. It's a difference between him and Diddy. From what I hear a lot with Diddy. I got one more, though. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. No, go, it's all go good. Ahead, go ahead, Diddy. One more, obviously, to put in there. And I'm going to say 50. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and, and I'm going to say this, right? Obviously, like you said, we've been listening to music and seeing these things over a period of time. These brothers not only took the business serious from a rapper's perspective right they also took it serious from uh like you you ever see that player that you be like man he's dope yeah but i hope he knows when to get off the train right the names that we just mentioned or the names that i was mentioning to turn my business side of that right they knew it they knew when to get off the train they knew it they knew how to they knew how to do that and to me that's commitment right that's commitment because they saw that their future in rap had a time frame right. and had a period mm -hmm. where they were going to get to a certain point where it was going to be a whole new, you know, way that music is going. Right. With the streaming and not doing so many record sales. And it, it was amazing before. Remember we used to hear stuff like, oh, man, he moved this many units out the trunk. Right. That was like impressive. Right. If you talk to the kids now, they don't care. Oh, the trunk, I, I, you know. I ain't selling nothing out the trunk. I'm streaming everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They ain't so, selling nothing out the trunk. you know, that's how that is. But go ahead, bro. You was going to say it was a difference between Birdman situation and, and Diddy? Oh, well, Birdman and Diddy, like I said, for what, like you said, you got to be shrewd in business. I think Diddy was shrewd in business. Right. I don't know completely, but I think what made it worse for Birdman is Birdman hurt a lot of people. Um, Like, Little Wayne, you know, you would think he would have been the last person that, in business, he would do. You know what I mean? He would do that. Bird, he, Little Wayne, Khaled, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And can't fault him for his business to be must, you know, actually being better. But I think his style of play had created. Um, and I'm not saying it's his fault because it could have been their fault of just not paying attention. Mm -hmm. You know, they looked at. Whatever their issue completely came out to be, mm -hmm. they looked at the situation of saying, um, I was loyal to him, so I thought he would be loyal to me in these areas or this area per se. Right. Diddy was just doing business with people that he may have known, known and they may have not knew. You know right. what I mean? Right. But he was doing business with people and he just did a better business, and they, and they signed it. It's more like a, I'm not going to say a desperate act, mm -hmm. but they like, this is Puff Daddy. Something's better than nothing. Right. So in business, does, because another comparison that's very similar to that one, right. would be somebody like Master P and Shook. Right. Like, with no limit, Yeah. you know, it's always been understood, like, they did something very unique when they went to that label. Right. And did it the way that they did it. Right. You know, Shook. From what I, I don't know personally, but from what I've always seen and it was documented other places, yeah. you know, he kind of moved a different way. You know what I mean? And and I think that there's, it's a fair because at the end of all of it, it's about understanding what's at stake when you do what you do. Yeah. Like I've had conversations with you, bro, quite, quite often about 
how I protect relationships. Right. How there's a part of me who will never present certain things to certain people because our relationship mean more to me than to run the risk of trying to introduce you to something that you may or may not, right? you know, benefit from and it can cause a rift between what we have because money does it. Right. And we know that. So, like, without getting crazy or, or deep into a situation, I'm the per- type of person like this. I start a business. Mm-hmm. The business is whatever it is. I, I, whatever the business you want it to be. Say it's, man, I don't know. I have a I have a record label. Right. Okay. Right. I'm with you. Now, I know for a fact that I need other people to be a part of this business with me because I can't recognize talent the same way other people can. I can't promote people. Right. Here's some behind the scenes things. But what I'm awesome you at. You need somebody that's going to play their part as well. Right. Yeah. What I'm awesome at, I'm awesome at. Yeah. So now I come and I go and get you. Now you have been totally away from any and all of this, right? Right. You've never expressed any interest in it. All I see is that you trying to move and be able to make money and do different things because you're a business person. Right. There is still a part of me that has to question whether or not I'm going to present something to you because our relationship is already intact. Yeah. Well, I think that some of those guys that we're talking about, they didn't have a problem with putting those things at jeopardy. In jeopardy. That's what I'm saying. And, the and people, that's what made them different. Yeah, and the people that and the people that it actually they actually was on the short end of the stick of it, they were hurt by it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, like 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 Lil Wayne, you know. Um but to go back to the names you were talking about, Master P, mm-hmm. um, Suge Knight. Mm-hmm. P made a deal so amazing that he 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 couldn't do nothing but take care of you. He could have robbed you, but he didn't. I'm going to take take care of you because he he looked at the loopholes of the situation. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. They tried to get him because he did that massive deal, that eighty twenty deal. Mm-hmm. They tried to get him to stop putting out albums. Word, yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah. They tried to get him like, and he like, you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> you just po- you supposed to distribute. If I keep bringing work. Distribute it. That's it. That's what we was. This was this whole situation about. You not because they never expected. Because he did that for his for they think you know back then. An artist was doing, an album every two years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No limit did like thirty albums in a year. That's what I'm saying. Like they, we going to work. He was committed. Yeah. He was committed to the fact that if we're gonna do something. That ain't never been done. We're going to do something that ain't never been done. We're going to do something that ain't never been done. Right. Right. <laughs> right. That's the commitment. Right. That's the understanding. Right. And for those who were around him. Right. That didn't produce and didn't stick to the commitment element of it. Yeah. They went different ways. Right. And so what it, what it, what it kind of ties into what we talking about in terms of the commitment situation. Once again, everybody want the world. Right. But don't nobody want to come to grips with they got to commit to that. Right. You have to commit. And just like validation is the arch nemesis of commitment. Absolutely. What is your number one tool of commitment? It's discipline. That's it. Self-discipline. Yeah. You have to be disciplined enough to know that you're going to stick with this commitment that you have made to make these things happen. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the quicker people understand that, man, it's just, you know, change your mind, you change your life. That's, bro, that's it. That's just bottom line. It's just what it is, man. Yeah, you got to learn how to be able to, first off, first and foremost, tune the noise out. Right. Learn to get a better ear. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. People know where to go and get their egos stroke, so to speak. Yeah. Right? They knew who to call on the phone that's going to tell them, yeah, man, you're doing the right thing. Don't worry about it, man. Right. You can break down what's going on. They say, nah, you right, they wrong. Right. Everybody else, it was 10 people in the room, and 10 of them people said, yo, man, you're doing that the wrong way. Now, they don't know what you're talking about, man. They nah. wrong. They, yeah. Keep them around, right. and you're going to stay right where you at. Exactly where you at. That's the difference in the situation. People who make changes by first and foremost understanding that they have to simply think that they can do better and Absolutely. start to do better. Right. 
Those are the people who can stay committed to the task and be able to get to the other end of it. Those are the people. It ain't it ain't no mystery in it. Every e, you and I both know people right. from different walks of life right. who have done some remarkable things. Very remarkable. And I'm not saying it's remarkable because it's something I can't do. I'm actually impressed by those things. I'm you know what I was impressed with the most? What's that? Their commitment. That's what I'm saying. You can remember. Right. You can remember when you looked up. And I say that person's a landscaper, pulling it out the sky. Right. You can remember when that person had one yard they was cutting. One cutting. yard. They was doing it all themselves. Mm-hmm. Then they picked up three or four, and then they had a street of people. And it was just them out there with a riding lawnmower. Mm-hmm. And it was days that people would ride by. It was hot outside. Man, that joke crazy. I ain't going to be out there. And he out there doing what he needed to do. Right. Then you looked up, and next thing you know, he had a truck that had his name on it. Mm-hmm. Then you looked up again and he had other people that was working for him. Mm-hmm. And yet you still the person that's riding by. And now you looking like, wow, that person stay committed to that. Committed. The difference is people's mindset. Your mindset. Change your mind, you change your life. If you figure it out, then you can apply yourself differently. Right. That's why people just, you ever heard of people just, man, the world will pass you by. Because if you standing still and you ain't making no adjustments and no growth, and everything gonna pass you by, just like the far side. That's it. Mm-hmm. So it's just like mm-hmm. it's just like anything else, man. You know, understand, understand that it is hard to undo practices that are commonly done because we can't break old habits at all, at all. We 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 when we hold on to these old habits, it's a book out called The Power Habit. When you hold on to these habits. You're going to keep, it's like going insane. You're going to keep getting the same results and keep doing the same Are thing Are you reading the, the book or is it audible? <laughs> Don't lie, E. Don't lie, man. All right, I'm going to keep it real with you. There you go. Oh, made you do that. <laughs> I ain't read the book at all. Just It's just called the, the, the book of habit, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man. But basically, Break it down. basically, man, it explains uh, when you change your mind, you change your life. But when you change the way that we know that we changed our mind, we changed our habits. I don't know if you can remember a lot of times back in the day when we used to ride in the car. Mm-hmm. I would never go, I would never go to the same place the same way. Like I always switched the way I was going. I think D might have noticed it one day. Like, you'll never, he was either D or DK. You'll never go the same place. I mean, the same way to the place. Mm-hmm. Because if it's a detour, how you going to know how to get to the other side? Exactly. So I do the same thing in life. I don't take the same approach. Some things I do, but I don't take the same approach about everything either. You know what I mean? I'm always thinking of new ideas and how to conquer this and conquer that and what's going to move this up, even with this this podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, I came, I said, I got to try it a different way. Right. Then from ways I, you know, I tried it in the past. I got to try it a different way. Absolutely. And it's just how it is, man. You know, you got to be... Committed, and like we said, committed is what's the definition again? Something about the future. You, yeah, I mean, could you imagine if future name was commitment? Kid, <laughs> <laughs> when he was rhyming and shit. That's a good one. No, I mean, basically, commitment is something that you know you pretty much stay focused on. You know, with a with a goal, right? In the future, in mind. Um, like I said, once again, man, you know, we got to be we got to be willing to understand small wins lead up to overall victory. Right. Um, commitment is killed by validation. Right. We can't fall into the false reality that everything that our eyes are showing us in terms of, you know, social media and other things are going to fall in line with what we're trying to accomplish. Right. And we have to understand, simply put, we have to have a willingness to learn, mm-hmm. even at, if even if that means to relearn yourself. Right. Um, what to stay away from, um, you know, what to do less of and more of. Right. Because um, you know the sand's always been too much of anything ain't good for you. Too much of anything makes you an addict too. And and that's the thing. So yeah. you know, if you can replace one thing at a time. Right. Start with a small commitment like that. You know, right. if it's going to be, you know, um, 
I'm not going to smoke anymore. If you want to quit smoking, you know, don't look at it as you're quitting something. Look at it as the fact that you no longer have a desire to want to do that. Hey, look at look at it as you're, you're gaining back your lungs. Yeah, anything. You know, some people lungs. some people don't, you know, their minds ain't, ain't conditioned. It's like, like I was telling you before about the concept of a baby, bro. Right. The baby first born, they got to learn how to roll over. Mm-hmm. Once the baby learns how to roll over, now starts to move his arms and his legs as if it's trying to crawl. Right. Then once it starts to crawl, you know, it then gets to the point where now it wants to try to pull up on things and stand up. Exactly. Once it gets its balance, now it starts to move. Right. And after once it starts to move in that, now they can, you know, walk. And now and then after that, they can run. And it's the same thing with every other element of them. Mm-hmm. First, you start off a baby making goo-goo-ga-ga noises. Right. It goes from that to babbling. Then it starts to say little things. Dad, dad, mama. Then it goes from there and it starts saying other words. That's how life works. See, we got to win little pieces. We want the whole win. We want to go from preseason to championship. We don't want to play no regular season games. That's crazy. So basically basically to piggyback off what you're saying before we close this out, um, take your time. Be committed. Take your time. Run your plan and run your course. Absolutely. And play your part. Any final words for these for our beautiful guests, man? That you know, we love y'all for tuning in, but you know, before we wrap this up. Yeah, nah, man. You know, last words I want to say on the situation dealing with commitment. Like I said, you know, it's okay to understand that it's going to take you to have a a clear view of yourself. Take a long, hard look at yourself. If where you see yourself currently now isn't in line with what you're going to need to do to be able to get to where you want to go. Be honest with yourself. Small wins. Learn to be able to just stay focused on one small thing at a time. Make a commitment to yourself, your family, and just do the best that you could possibly do, and I guarantee you, man, you'll get great results. Appreciate the time, like always, y'all. It's the Porch Podcast. We love y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Yes, sir. Peace.